Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Tom Rebeck and I'm here with Catherine Hammond. Today, we're going to talk about Microsoft Teams and some of the options for telecoms operators to, to work with Microsoft and to incorporate PSDN with, with the Teams product. Before we go into the detail, though, Catherine, let's just talk a bit about the, the, the context and, and how important uh, uh, Microsoft Teams is today. Yeah, there does seem to be a huge amount of momentum behind Teams at the moment, and particularly um, PSTN solutions for Teams. Uh, so, so Microsoft itself uh, published its um, PSTN team numbers, numbers for the first time a couple of months ago. Uh, they've got 12 million. That's doubled uh, in the last year. Um, and we're also seeing a lot of um, evidence from service providers as well that Teams is becoming more and more important in, in the unified comms market. Um, so, for example, um, 8x8, it's one of its earnings calls recently, talked about having more than 200,000 direct routing as a service users with Teams and an ambition to increase that tenfold over the next two years. So, really seeing Teams as something that they'll grow in. Um, and you see it with um, more traditional providers as well. So, Gamma in the UK have been investing in their Teams capabilities over the last couple of years and, and seem to be really using that to push forward adoption of their services. Um, and just the whole, yeah, I, I think is definitely um, evidence from, from several quarters that Teams is becoming more and more dominant in terms of a UC solution and having voice as part of that is really important for businesses. Yeah, it does feel like, I mean, maybe Teams isn't quite the, the default solution, but it is certainly mm. the, the most common that we, we, we seem to come across. Um, and sorry, you said 12 million. Is that 12 million businesses? or 12 million users. Um, so it's, so users. typically these things are measured on a kind of a per seat basis. Right, right. Okay. Um, so thinking about it from the business perspective, if they want to use Teams not just for, for online calls, not just kind of internally, um, but also for connecting with normal telephony, what does a business need to buy? So they they need their they obviously need their Microsoft Teams product, which comes um, typically with with Office three six five licensing. Um, they also need a Microsoft phone system license, which which they get from Teams. Um, and that's already included in some of the bigger enterprise licenses. And then with that, they need some sort of solution to um, provide them with with the PSTN calling. Um, now that can either be directly from Microsoft, with, that Microsoft have something called calling plans, or more often it's a solution from a, a service provider or the, or the UC vendor to provide that voice solution alongside. Right. Okay. And and the ones that Microsoft provide themselves, they're perfectly adequate for for businesses if they've got pretty simple needs. Um, but those are, are quite limited in terms of kind of the features and pricing, and also the global coverage. So it, it's very often that businesses will be looking to PSTN supply from some other provider other than that that Microsoft calling plan solution. Okay, and that's some other provider being typically a telecoms operator. It could be a telecoms operator, um, could also be another UC provider, um, such as 8x8. Right. Okay. And then, so thinking about those those uh, service providers, what are the options for them if they want to offer customers PSTN? Well, there's two there's two main offers that um, Microsoft has for partnering with with, with service providers. Um, there's direct routing, which has been available uh, since about 2018. Um, that's quite well established. Lots of operators um, use that. And then there's also Operator Connect, which was launched more recently in 2021. 
um, and that's something that seems to be gaining traction as well. So those those are the two broad o options, and then there's uh, various options within each of those. Right. Okay. So let's start with direct routing. How, how does that work, and what sort of use cases is it, is it for? So with direct routing, the the service provider um, they have a Microsoft certified SBC, a session border controller, and they deploy that on behalf of the business, um, and that links the team's environment to to the to the voice network using SIP trunks. Um, it can also be used to link with the business's on-prem PBX equipment, so it's quite flexible. Um, and um, you know they they can support hybrid deployments. They can have quite flexible pricing. They can have lots of advanced voice features alongside them. Um, and they're very widely available. Most network operators um, provide direct routing for teams. I think one of the most important use cases would be with um, with hybrid deployments. Um, so as I say, connecting the on-prem. PBX deployment or integrating with legacy analog equipment, um, uh, th things like security cameras and so on might still be using using analog. Um, and then um, direct routing can also be used to, to develop more standardized solutions, maybe more focused on the mid-market. Um, so one thing you can do with it, um, third parties such as Ribbon Communications use it to offer multi-tenant SBC solutions, and then you know various small service providers and channel partners can use that and have a, a standard uh, offering for a, a, a smaller business. Right. Okay. But it also sounds, from what you're saying, it is very good for maybe a larger business that has lots of legacy systems and different PBXs and so on. That direct routing could be used for for them to integrate with with those legacy systems and with Teams. Yeah, and that's been a really powerful use case. So a business that's got that that legacy um, on-prem PBX and also the, the the depth of features that you'd get with an on-prem PBX is, is, is quite hard to replicate in a pure cloud environment still, um, especially if some right. of those features have been designed with that particular business in mind. And with the direct routing, things like pricing, that's all under the control of the service provider. They can price it and package it as they want to. Yeah, very much so. I mean, you know, for a very large enterprise, it'd be in that kind of an all-in contract. But typically, the direct routing offers tend to be per-channel pricing, much as a traditional um, voice voice channel that you'd, you'd get into a business site. Right. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if, you, if you've got an office and you want six lines, that that's you'll get charged on the basis of the six lines and the usage over those lines, rather than how many particular employees and desks, desks you might have. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Um, and then the other option was Operator Connect, which you said had been introduced more recently. Let's talk a bit about that and, and when it would be used. Yeah, so it's it's fairly new. It was introduced in March 2021. Um, so that enables service providers to pair directly with the team's environment. Um, and then they, the SBC is then hosted within their own network and it's delivered much more as a service. It's much more cloud-based, much more automated than direct routing. Um, and whereas direct routing is kind of still typically following that, you know, per, per voice channel model, it's more of a per seat model. It's more of that, that cloud um, per seat um, instant delivery model. Um, some some people see it as as kind of addressing the SME in the mid market a bit more, and and I can certainly see that because it does have that high degree of automation. But it's also being widely used to provide services to large enterprises, um, cloud cloud voice services rather than that that on prem um, um, interaction. 
And there's been really a huge amount of, of traction for Operator Connect since its launch last year, probably more than was expected. Right. Um, I, th I think w one of the interesting things about Operator Connect is that it, it changes the, the dynamic of the customer relationship a little bit. So with, with direct routing, um, you're very much going to your, your telecoms operator, buying your voice circuits, and then you're also buying your Microsoft licensing. Um, with Operator Connect, um, APIs are used to link back into the Teams admin portal. So it is possible for business to go to the Teams environment and provision um, their PSTN from within that, and they can um, manage their, their voice services and add in additional lines through that Teams environment. Um, there's still a separate contract with the voice yeah. provider, but it's it's kind of moving that um, that management side of it in, into Teams potentially. Right. So it sounds like direct routing is more, it follows more the traditional model of how you deal with your service provider, whether as Operator Connect has a bit more flexibility. If businesses want to manage more of it themselves, then they can do. Um, certainly they can manage it from within Teams. So there's the, they don't necessarily right. have to deal quite so directly with the voice provider. I mean, you know, voice providers are, you know, have got their own portals quite often and maybe there might be more analytics. It might be better to use the voice provider's portal, but there is that option to, you know, to to order it entirely within, you know, you can go to your Teams admin portal, you can see what, op what operators provide for services. You can click on one and you can order it all from within that environment if, if you so wish. Right. Okay. Um, and how do you see this developing? Are we going to have these two? Well, I guess three. There's the other model that Microsoft offers directly. Are we going to see these different models continuing? Or do you think direct routing will gradually uh, become less important over time? Or, or how do you see it developing? Well, so I think in the very long run, um, Operator Connect is likely to win out um, as that kind of pure cloud model. Uh, having said that, I think direct routing will have quite a long shelf life. Um, mm. partly because it's already deployed quite extensively and partly because it supports those hybrid deployments, which are useful both in terms of, you know, the, the feature-rich environment that they can support, um, but also in terms of supporting a legacy analog equipment and um, sweating the assets of those, those PBX for deployments that have been made on-prem. Um, in terms of Microsoft's own calling plans, um, they'll probably have a role continuing role for businesses that just want something quick and simple but i can't really see microsoft developing in kind of the that in such a way that it competes with their operator operator connect partners um it feels to me that the microsoft's interest is more about getting users onto their teams platform than being the provider of um traditional yeah, voice services okay. Uh, and then thinking about it from Microsoft's perspective, they've got these three different models. Do they really, do they have a preference as to, would they rather more, more customers were using Operator Connect or do, do they not really care? Because as you say, they're just, their interest is getting people in Teams. I think probably their interest is getting people on Teams. I mean, Operator Connect is nice, probably nicer for them than direct routing because there is more control of that customer relationship for them. Mm. Um, and it is moving um, moving businesses more towards a pure cloud model, as I say. Um, so, so perhaps a preference for that. But maybe not a not a particularly strong one. I guess their 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 main aim is getting people on Teams and, and using yeah. that as as the default UC service. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, great. Thank you for this, Catherine. Um, very useful. Um, as always, there's a, an article that goes along with that uh, with the, with this podcast, and we'll put the uh, the link to that in the show notes. 
If you'd like to receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. Um, We'd also welcome any comments or feedback and reviews. Thanks for listening.